This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm James Taylor. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're learning about ourselves and America. As we've watched Spine 414 in the Criterion Collection, Monty Hellman's Two Lane Blacktop from 1971. But first, RJ, yeah. oh, a belated yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Fine, sir. And Merry Christmas to you, Jared. There's a new character I'm doing for the pod. Yeah, and was yeah. uh was the, the spirit of Christmas upon you? Uh, the spirit of Christmas is always upon me. Um, always inside uh, you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh food was eaten, uh conversations were had. Well, and uh I'm happy to say that I made it out on the other side. You made it on out. Well good. Yeah. That's more the, than that's more than some can say. Yeah, what was uh, the highlight of your food um, interactions this uh, this week? Ah, uh, it's really good. Any Kim standouts? Made, Kim made sugar cookies, which are always oh, yeah. the it, peak. Peak. Is her is her icing hard or is it yes. soft? Okay, hard ish. Yeah. yeah. Some people yeah. put in too much butter and it's soft and it ruins the cookie for me. It's gotta be hard. You gotta feel that fucking sugar like. Like biting it, yeah, yeah, sugar I, cookies, yeah, and uh, yeah, almond extract is like, the, oh yeah, it's the it's the necessity to get mm-hmm. the right flavor. Because I don't know if your experience is with uh, grocery store sugar cookies, they yeah. fucking suck. Yeah. yeah, why do they even make them? Why? The I, I only, don't know. The, the only ones I truck with are like that style. Like they're kind of a little thicker, and they have like the sprinkles. It's just like a colored sprinkle. Yeah. That that flavor of cookie that they do when they make mm-hmm. those are, are good, but man, yeah. their sugar cookies not great. No, and see that's too much butter in the cream, so the icing's soft and stuff. Um Andrea's um, grandma, yeah, she's ninety-two years old and she makes the 92 best two years young. Ninety-two years young, and she makes the best cookies I've ever had. I look forward to it every year. And she uh, every year she's like, I'm probably not gonna do it next year, but she always pulls through. She always pulls yeah. through and we get that tin of cookies and mm-hmm. they're good. And they're all they're all the same. They're just little trees and they're a good dense sugar cookie and they just got super yeah. hard icing. Oh man, yep. it's good. Yep. It's so good. I think part of it too is like she makes them all early and then freezes them and yep. then like gives the, them out. Well, so I think a, the freezer yeah. thing actually helps. What? Little, yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, Kim has to do the same thing because they're so labor intense. Oh yeah. That, and when you're doing other baking, yeah. uh, you can you can get you get it you you get away with what you can so you, you make yeah. you start, start making stuff in advance and then you freeze yeah it's patchwork stuff you have to but i i do think the freezing actually does like add to the icing and the flavor like i think freezing is an essential component of the recipe because man it's good afterwards love that mm-hmm. shit yeah sugar cookies you guys uh you're a ham family right yeah it was ham got hammed up hammed up 
It was yeah. good. Uh, actually, the I think of that particular with seasonal meals. Uh, my dad busts out the the Brussels sprouts, and it's all just like oh, baconed up, baconed up, and air fryer. No, 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 no. Uh, those would be good in an air fryer, though. Electric fryer. Yeah. Oh, that's good yeah. too. I I like uh, fried Brussels sprouts. They're good. Oh yeah. 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 We, yeah. Dren- 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 drenched in butter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We had uh, the ham and turkey. My sister did something crazy with the turkey this year. She ham had, and turkey. We had ham and turkey, and actually, well, my fam. Because you have a gigantic brood. Yes, we are. And the uh, hedonism bot is alive in my family, so. Um, we also had a prime rib. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. I thought that was going to go. When you said hedonism bot was around, oh, I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. Just uh, just more food than it is ever necessary. We There's a lot of people there, but um, we didn't make the uh, the prime rib. The the nice folks at one of the Hutterite colonies uh, smoked up a prime rib and uh, delivered mm, it yeah, see, as their Christmas present. It was good. Yeah. The ham how, was the winner, I think. How, how were the hors d'oeuvres, though? Oh, uh, pretty good. Uh, my one sister buys um, the Costco shrimp tray, the one that's like the size of a table. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Jarrett. I ate, uh, I ate my weight in shrimp yeah. this, uh, this Christmas. Oh, oh damn. Uh, at one point, Andrew was like, hey, cool it on the shrimp, pal. And I was like, I, I think I had maybe 20 shrimp. Like, and they're the, oh, the, that's the big ones. No, but the big full-size shrimps, you know, like. That's, that's nothing. Yeah, well, when you do it in like two yeah. minutes, it, it it does seem like quite a quite a bit of shrimp. Outside of like baking, uh, yeah. like What was your uh, treat of the year? Uh, Andrea's ninety-two year young grandmother also makes cabbage rolls. Okay. And, oh, uh, sorry. What I meant was like for candies. Oh, for candies. But, but cabbage uh, roll. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Yeah, the the grandma's sugar cookies are the absolute best. Uh, Andy made rice krispies, and those were very good too. But uh, mm-hmm. those sugar cookies are the. Uh, that's the main ticket, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, that's 100%. the reason to live the throughout yeah. the year. Yeah, and then my dad's house. We, uh, I don't know why we always did this. Uh, like when we were younger at our grandparents, our Christmas dessert is always pie. Okay. So we, uh, uh, just like a, an assortment of pies. There was blueberry. There was apple. Uh, I don't. There was pecan. Any kind of pie you you can want. Yeah, so a little who, slice of each. Who's making these pies? The pies are store bought. Okay. Well, pies I just know that. All I know is that um, a certain local uh, business owner I know has a real fondness for uh, local Hutterite pies. Those are good, and too. Are they, though? Well, it depends what it is. It's usually rhubarb if it's from the Hutterites. Rhubarb pie. Which I'm not a big fan of, but... Uh, yeah. No, I, I like the blueberry pie. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if there's a variance uh, colony to colony or a maker to maker, but there's yeah. one pie uh, that was gifted... Uh, it, it didn't like have a bottom to it. It seemed oh, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> and if, if <laughs> I that, I was like, man, this is, seems like there's a lot of sugar in this. Is this mm-hmm. what they, is this the, how they think the English want it, RJ? Probably. I yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've I've <clears throat> eaten my share of Hutterite food in my life, and uh, it's either the best shit you've ever had, or you're kind of like, ugh, you're like, I don't want this. Yeah. There's no real in between, which I guess is you could say about anything in life. It's either good or it's not. So pretty that's con- true. Pretty controversial. Much like very, very, it. Oh, yeah. Con- yeah. Uncontroversial. Yeah. Yeah. But oh yeah. So anyways, my sister did something. Uh, she like because we all help out. We all make something. Uh, I made mashed potatoes. Uh, but uh, my sister did this crazy thing with the turkey. Have you ever seen this? She um, 
she lined the bottom of the turkey tray with breakfast sausages. And then as the turkey's cooking, all those breakfast sausages are pulling in the juices. And then they served it with like on on the side. But then it was also like, oh, take some of those home and have them for breakfast the next couple of days. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Can't say I ever thought of that before, Jarrett. Hmm. So would you Me mess neither. around with, with uh, breakfast sausages? Oh, I find the breakfast sausage isn't my favorite thing. Yeah, I like is, bacon. Uh, bacon better. I do too. But no. I just I've never seen that before. I went, huh. No. Breakfast sausages. Interesting. With sausages. Yeah. Oh yeah. For, There's for, lots for of food. Days. Lots of food. No. Yeah. And uh oh I, I hey, I didn't make it through the uh the holiday completely unscathed yet. Uh oh, the shit. monkey boys are back in town. The monkey boys. Yes, yeah, so this is what I've uh De uh, delegated the uh, the roving um, terrorists that are uh, terrorizing oh. our neighborhood with their ding dong. Right, right, yeah. right. I call them the monkey boys, Jarrett, because when I go outside, they're in the park making monkey noises. I see. But I did get them on camera this time, and uh, they're like 18-year-old, like they're like 12th graders. And it's like, you guys are too old for this shit. Oh. Go drink a beer or something. Like, what, what are you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Hang on the park. Well, ding dong in, ding dong in, and then well, yeah. Someone in the uh, the local Facebook group mentioned that these boys were starting to enter backyards and were uh, throwing stuff, and I was like, "See, it's escalating. It's escalating." Because I remember when I brought this up before, a lot of people were like, "Well, there's worse things they could be doing," and it's like, "Is there?" Oh. And it's like, just because they're not like raping like people in the street doesn't mean this is like, <laughs> okay like, you, know I mean? you know what i mean it's like there's it's like well there's way worse stuff they could be doing it's like yeah. well yeah but they're escalating their behavior is getting more erratic and they're getting a little mm. bit more uh a little loose out there the monkey boys so just know aware. that i'm on top of it there was a a, a short-lived uh tag team called the ding dongs the ding dongs yeah, here you go. Here's some uh, some a gif, a gif. And were the ding dongs known for uh, their hijinks? Oh, they were called ding and dong. It's not the uh, outfit that I would expect it. It's <laughs> it's very bell oriented, which is, I mean, yeah. I guess that yeah, I guess that makes sense. But well, I'm glad that the monkey boys haven't made their way over to you yet. Yeah, I haven't uh, had the pleasure. Well. If you you hear word of it, you let me know. I'll I'll have my one hundred thousand lumen flashlight, and I'll be over there in three seconds. Mm -hmm. Yo, you put a spotlight on their crimes. Okay. Maybe I'm maybe maybe them maybe, maybe keep them from raping people on the streets. Hey, I'm just saying, these boys get left unchecked. It's always boys will be boys, and it's like, yeah, well, there's a there's a limit to that. Do, do people still say that? Uh, I believe I, I read it in a local newspaper involving an incident with other teen boys uh, in the last couple months. Let's see. You know, so people do say boys will be boys, and then you go, will they? Will they? Will they? I don't know. Speaking of uh, local newspapers, I see a poll. Uh-oh. Is, is the unseasonal weather worrisome? Yes or no? Uh. Yes, it is because uh, we're super dry. Um, if you well, drive by the the I'm... river, it's completely dry. There's well, no right now, 
with this is coming right now. This is a 23 versus 24 votes. Uh, the majority at 51% say no, it's not. But they don't know what they're talking about. We, 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 we live in one of the most regressive uh, spots in the uh, yeah. sort of the Western world, apparently, when it comes to the notion that climate change is real uh, yeah. or is real and uh, man, man related. So, um, mm-hmm. great. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I'm, this is very normal because I don't know yeah. to tell people. I think we've had plus weather like during highs of the day all winter so far. Tomorrow is uh, 11 degrees. Right now, currently, it is 7 degrees. Yep. <clears throat> That's, yeah. yeah. Very, I don't... very, very normal stuff. Yeah. Apparently, it's, not... it's El Nino. RJ. Well, I'm fine. sure it is. It's fine. It's El Nino. I'm sure it is, but I think it is. It's it's, uh, war- it's warmer now than it was supposed to be. Yeah. It's like little... gonna, it's it's going to rain on Monday. Oh God. Yeah. It well, is getting cold. At, at, at night moisture. it's at night it's getting colder. Well, we're turning into a desert, Jarrett. We are. Well, we always were. Yeah. Hot in the day, freezing at night, but zero moisture now. Like yeah. a desert. Yeah, just like a desert. Do you remember mm-hmm. how much? Uh, forest fires we had last year and we actually had winter last year mm-hmm. remember people watering their yards oh yeah Fuck it. well i i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if they announced in the next like week or two it's like this spring already just on um uh uh water ban or whatever or everyone could uh replace their green grass luxury uh to with clover like, clover yeah yeah i'd be all for that i'm i uh I, I think wild native like grass lawns is like, just let it go, man. Whatever, yeah. let it rip. As long as it's not like eight billion dandelions, and I don't give a shit what your yard looks like. I don't even yeah. care about that. It's just, you know, you know. Well, you be the change, buddy. You get out there and you, yeah. uh, you uh, po- politicize for this. Politicize it. Yeah. Spread the word. Spread the clover. Yeah, yeah. I would. Obviously. Out. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was Pizza Hut busy on uh, Christmas Eve? Oh, it's packed, man. It's slammed. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, always how, slammed. How How was Boxing Day? Was there a return? Uh, was, 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 is there like people who are fiending so bad after oh, yeah. not having it for a whole day, and then they're like, "I need, I need it. I need, need the pizza. The I need." Yeah, everyone I need, gets all need that. Out. I need that pie. Most people are eating buns and stuff like that the next day, but uh, a lot of people are like, you know what? I need something else that's even greasier, even uh, even no. fatter. And so they they got to get right. that hut. Well, they, they need that cheese. They do need that cheese. Yeah, baked cheese. They do need that cheese, yeah. actually. But... Yeah, I gotta say that um, I, I found that uh, the, the the Discord was mm-hmm. very quiet this this holiday. Mm-hmm. Maybe no, people no. were spending time with family. F- food and snacks. Uh, last post was on the 21st of December. Ooh. And uh was one um, barn loaf uh, posting about sauerkraut. A big bowl of sauerkraut and black pepper. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's real, RJ. I hey the phone was listening you know you know those uh those listening things so as soon as we finished uh, recording or like the day later I was getting targeted ads about sauerkraut and I went oh okay. Okay, so that's mm. good. That's good. But RJ, what's Discord? <clears throat> oh, what's hey, what's Discord? 
What is I'm that? Glad you, I'm, gl- I'm glad you asked. Uh, yeah. This is the one of the fastest growing social media platforms in the world today, and we're on it. How does someone else get on it? You go over to, you know, that patreon.com. You find creep okay. getting creeps that way. Yeah, and, sure. And uh, for as low as $1. Yes, as low as. You can join us on Discord and be part of the conversation. Learn about sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Um, get posts about, um, I don't know, evil Mariah Carey. Okay. Uh, Rebel Moon updates. Oh yes! Oh yep. man, that's big. Snyder fans, am I right? Oh yeah, they're yeah. there, baby. They're there. Hey, did you know there's a second one coming out in like three or four months? I mean, yeah, this is part one. Yeah, but I like like really soon. Like as soon the day that that released, I saw Zack Snyder was like uh, in like April or something. It was like part two in April, and it's like fuck, that's pretty soon. Oh. Just pump them out. Pump them out. So pump, as pump, little pump, as pump, one dollar, you said. As little but as there, one dollar, but there is no maximum, right? You use as much as you want to give. Okay, interesting. It's good to know. It's good to know. Sounds like a lot of stuff happens on this Discord, and that uh, you'd be silly not to be there. It's it's uh, thriving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I think being part of that and the Patreon gives you exclusive access to exclusive content not heard anywhere else. Is that correct? That that is correct. That is correct because you will get to. Here, you you and five other people will get to hear oh, yeah. about Jared and RJ talking about things like Star Trek Picard. Oh, what's that? Uh, it's a show. Oh, okay. I don't know. You wouldn't be interested. <clears throat> oh, no. Well, people might uh, be interested this this evening because we might have a live unboxing during our exclusive Picard talk. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Live. Oh, that, that's, the... that's a scoop. That's, that's a scoop, scoop baby. That's a scoop to you and me. Yes, yes. I was sitting on uh, some uh, some high level security intel for a little bit here, but uh, let's uh, let's not uh, let's not jump the gun yet. People might have to go over and give uh, that Picard a listen if they uh, if they want yeah. the other side of this story. And just in case they're not getting faked out, hear that? Hear yeah. that, folks? Rustling of papers in a... what looks to be a, a pretty professionally wrapped um, package of some kind. If by professional you mean happily. Yes, yes, that's a professional way to do it. Uh, I assume that you wrap that yourself. Oh, well, you just have to, you have to join I, the... I gotta say, this, uh, this really puts me to shame. <laughs> I, I get, I get, uh, I get a lot of shit for my wrapping, but, uh... Hey, you this, know when you This might, uh, might, might have a beat, I don't know. Hey, you know the three R's? Reuse, reduce, recycle? RJ. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Raw dog, whatever. Um, I uh, I took that to heart when they told us that in elementary school. So uh, yeah, I I saved those scraps of uh, wrapping paper from uh, all the the reject cutoff things that don't make it into the real people's presence. You know, say I'll hang on to those. We might just need that on a rainy day. It's like all the stuff we talk about on this podcast. We described exactly the same way. Oh yes, the, ca- the yeah. castoffs. R- roughly packaged, but perhaps. There's a little a little piece of gold inside. There might be. There might be. There just might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, if you're if you're not one of those five people already listening to Picard, maybe this is the one. Maybe. This could be the one that, that changes it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll see. Hot damn. Hot damn. 
Um, RJ, have you uh, found a, a home yet for your uh, your Patreon dollars? Uh, no, not uh, not currently. But no, you, you, have, you, have, you haven't picked up another an Xbox or something. This no, year. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Uh, it actually kind of helped offset uh, the uh, the Christmas uh, spending, which uh, occurred Ooh. a little bit earlier uh, in the last month or two. Yeah. But um, no, honestly, it brought, uh, it brought you back up to par. Brought me back up, yeah. I uh, I got Andy a lot of presents this year because uh, I've been a little stinker. Oh so, man, just a little stinker. Yeah, yeah uh, that, well, that the Pizza Hut rays came through. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I needed to. Um, not that she can be bought with presents, but uh, I was kind of. I tried to make get some good stuff this year, uh, and I was also waiting for Boxing Day because last year at Boxing Day I bought like six playstation games for like yep. all together like 60 bucks or something like that like okay. three or four of them like nine dollars because they were uh ps4 games that like but stuff i've never played and i was waiting for that and uh all the deals this year suck ass like there's no Ooh. good deals on anything that's capitalism baby <laughs> i know i know so i was uh i was gonna kind of get into some new stuff here but um have you ever thought about the shareholders how they feel about that i i do I, I have the only thing I'm I'm probably going to get and uh, it's not a major purchase, but I've been watching it and it's not on sale that I want it anyways is um, a uh, or actually maybe here. I'll send you a link to this just because I feel like you'd potentially be interested in something like this yourself. Oh, you send yeah. this to me on the chat here or on. The yeah, I'll send it here? on the chat. It's just okay. a, a, a right. link to an Amazon page. You might just see the thumbnail and you might get the, the point. Okay. But this is the only thing I've really been eyeing. For a while here oh man yeah is this some it, authentic jim davis garfield oh yeah this is a scoop baby yeah can you wow. tell the people out there you what might... you're looking at this is a garfield 2024 day-to-day calendar you gonna get this for uh the desk at pizza hut yeah this is gonna go right on the desk uh garf of the day calendar uh me and a lot of my uh, constituents at the pizza hut we've been uh Getting some real Garf related uh content lately. Uh, yeah. they call us the Garf gang. Now yeah. yeah. do you have a do you have an orange sweater? Black, uh, black, I, black patterning on the back. Yeah, I have something kind of close, but it's more of a, a mutual hate <laughs> of Mondays and a mutual respect for lasagna is uh kind of what, what mm-hmm. we're going for. So do, yeah. do, do you do you think um Jim Davis knows what lasagna looks like? No. He's never had lasagna in his life, and you can tell. <laughs> this this like, looks like a quiche lump or something like that. Just like, what is this? Is that, supposed, is... To be a, is that supposed to be a tray? He has never had lasagna in his life. No. And uh, I know, I, know but I guess in his mind, he's like, wouldn't it be hilarious if a cat thought lasagna was delicious? Lasagna is awesome. Oh. Do you remember old Garfield? Like black and white Garfield, what he looked like? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely, I definitely do. I yeah, I was, was cool. I, I was a big Garfield fan when I was a a young kid when I was oh. in grade. So do you want to be part of Garf King? No. Oh. Okay. No, I no no I don't. Well. No, I don't. I, I think of that era. I mean, the the ones even like going back to like the Far Side stuff. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, some of these are really good. Some of these, I don't know. I don't know, mm-hmm. Gary. Okay. Okay. Well, just just so you know, and just so it's out there, I, I did extend an inv- invitation to Garf Gang to Jarrett, and he declined. Just yeah, uh, for the absolutely. record, yeah, yeah, for the record, your um, your your gene themed gangs. Gabagools, well, we're gonna get 
Garf Gang. Yeah, we're going to get leather coats with a Garf Gang rhinestone in the back. Okay. Yeah. So, again, if you're interested, the uh, the offer stands. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, RJ. Oh, yeah. What you, what you been creeping on this week? I watched uh, I, I watched a couple movies. Oh. I actually did, watched a couple yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah any, I did. Any Christmas music, uh, movies? Um... I don't know. We watch Goonies on Christmas. Does that count? I don't know. Does it? It's not really Christmas themed at all, but I feel like it has the spirit of Christmas in the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not like a goon head like uh, a lot of the other uh, Goonie boys are out there. Like some people are really into Goonies. Uh, I think Goonies is good. I like Goonies, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not one of those dudes who has the sloth shirt and runs around. Uh, you know. Same problematic lines of dialogue and, and accents that I feel are, are inappropriate for people who aren't sloth. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's right. Um, but uh, Andy had never seen Goonies. Okay. So uh, we were just like, it was Christmas. We we had like one one movie in us, and uh, we were flipping around. She didn't really feel like watching a Christmas movie, and uh, we passed Goonies. I was like, oh, yeah, Goonies. And she's like, I don't know if I've ever seen that. I was like, oh, really? Oh, okay. So I threw Goonies on. The rest of them were not Christmas related at all. Yeah, but uh, I did watch uh, one high ticket thing, and then two. Uh, we did a Ray Romano double feature, Jarrett. I noticed. Are you a Ray guy? No, no, I don't mind Ray. I I didn't like his sitcom, but because I was you, a kid, did, I don't think. Did you see that? Uh, he he shut down the idea of a revival. Of well, yeah, because aren't all the parents dead? I don't think that or, was well. The dad I is. I think. Well, I think he. I think it was just like, yeah, it won't. It won't be as good. I mean, I think that's why. Why? Uh, why spoil the good name of everybody loves Raymond? Well, Frazier came back and look at how Fra- that happened. Frazier. Frazier. Do you remember that Thirty Rock thing? No. Nope. With Kelsey Grammer, he's like, I'm Frazier. He's like, hmm. I should know. I'm Frazier. Uh, anyways, I, I, um, I did not. I was not aware. I, I don't watch Thirty Rock. Uh, okay. Well. Is somebody sent it to me that this week, and it reminded me. I was like, "Oh yeah, Frazier did come back, and it was uh, poorly received, I believe." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyways, we did a Ray Romano double feature. We watched this thing called Somewhere in Queens, which was a really weird movie. It's got a real good cast. It's Ray, Aunt Jackie from Roseanne, Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, and they're like an Italian family, if you couldn't get, couldn't have guessed. And uh, they have a construction thing, and the son is like a basketball all star. And they're like, he's, he's really good. He's not like the highest university good, but he's good enough to get a, a full ride at a small university. Um, but uh, his girlfriend breaks up with him before and he's like so disheveled. He's kind of like a, like a, a nerdy, quiet kid. Uh, so Ray Romano goes and tells the girlfriend, it's like, can you just pretend to be dating him still? Uh, it's not like, it's not really a comedy. It's uh, it's very strange. Um, and then he does. And then it comes out that he did that and his whole family hates him for a while. And then, uh, and then the kid uh, goes into, uh, he does go to university, but not for basketball. And he becomes a poet. And you're just like, what? And he, he writes one of the, probably the worst poems I have ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> uh, it is something, it is, it is truly something that, like, when you hear it, you're like, what? Wait till so you hear my poem. I'm going to read uh, <laughs> on the Patreon exclusive content later. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, it was, uh, it was a bizarre movie. I was like, oh, weird. Um, but we watched a really good movie. Jared, do you know about male bonding? I've heard. Have you ever heard of this movie called Paddleton? Nope. A- Andy watched this when it came out uh, almost five years ago. And uh, 
she is she's like you never watched that hey? i was like no and she's like well i'll rewatch it with you it's a uh, male bonding it's ray romano and uh, mark duplass so this is mm-hmm. a duplass brother and uh, these guys are like um neighbors in like an apartment condo and they're real kind of nerdy dudes they just watch um like wu-tang movies uh oh, nice. and eat pizza and build <laughs> not, puzzles not, not anime not anime they watch uh like uh, uh what is it like death punch like all the all the movies that are in like wu-tang songs it's like that kind of stuff um and then uh mark duplass finds out that he has like a terminal cancer that will kill him soon and he uh he decides to uh there's like this prescription medicine that will just kill you that you can get in some states so that you don't have to undergo chemo and and that's what this movie is about is mark duplass uh he's uh gonna kill himself and he needs ray to be there with him and they're just neighbors but uh but they're friends man they're friends it was really good hmm no, I, uh, I don't. I don't know this one. Yeah, well, I don't. I'm not surprised. Like, I think this was like a Netflix movie that just got dropped on, uh, like without any fanfare. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really good. It's just about two dudes. It's not like it's not hokey or trying to be anything other than it is. It's just two dudes hanging out, and one of them is killing himself, and you're just like, hmm. it was good. I liked it. About nice. male bonding. And then I watched another male bonding film. This is the big ticket one. People have been waiting for this forever. What was it? Was Barbie? it Barbie? Barbie. But should I? Are you ever going to watch Barbie? Should I wait? I don't, I don't know. Tell me about it. Sell me on it, or tell me if it's good. Is it worth it, watching? It is. It is good. It is okay. good. Um, you might get annoyed at parts of it, but uh, <laughs> there. Um, who me? Who you? There are there are jokes throughout this that like just like small things that aren't even meant to be big jokes that uh <clears throat> i got quite a bit of enjoyment out of there's some funny stuff in here some of the movie is uh like i don't know there, there's like musical stuff in here which i don't really care for um but uh i don't know it's good i i don't think it's the uh the woke agenda that uh the uh the conservatives are trying to make it out to be i've heard that in real life too people it's like guys ah, that Barbie's just got some of a, I don't know, man, some of those ideas in there. And it's like, what ideas? Equal <laughs> rights? <laughs> like, <clears throat> it's too far. It just goes too far, you know? Yeah. It goes too far. Like, it is very tongue-in-cheek where, uh, like, the Barbies are this, like, I- idyllic female society. And then the Kens, Ryan Gosling sees, like, the patriarchy. So his big thing is about bringing the patriarchy to Barbie land. And <laughs> so it's it's all the dudes drinking beers and doing, like, riding horses and stuff. And that stuff was really funny. But uh, I think uh, a lot of these fragile uh, male egos and stuff like that, it's like, they're, they're making fun of me. <laughs> ben Shapiro. Yeah, it's like, they're fucking making fun of me. They, they say that riding horses is, is lame. And it's like, fuck these guys. And it's just like, you... It's like, have you never heard like a joke before, ever? No. Yeah. Only at the. Well, they like jokes at the expense of others. Yeah. Well, I I know. So uh, yeah, there's a there's good uh, girl power in this, but um, I thought the all the patriarchy stuff was actually really funny. Like uh, very uh, a lot of man stuff on display there, but um, you know, it is a joke, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I did enjoy it. I, um, I, I don't know if you would like it. So like I said, I think you'd be equal parts annoyed and then equal parts entertained, if that makes sense. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I don't know if your parents were looking for something. 
to watch over the holiday break when you're with them or something like that. And you'd be like, hey, you just throw Barbie on. No, I've got other things uh, I show my parents. I know. Um, one thing I found interesting, though, is on Crave, uh, they had Barbie, and then they had Barbie with ASL. Oh, damn. But I didn't I didn't check that out. Do you think it's like a person in the bottom of the screen signing, or is it just the, like, like the hands? Hey, I don't know. You should check I, that out. Get back to get back I, to us about it. Yeah, I'll just see what it looks like because I saw that and I was like, ASL. I was oh, like, that's weird. I've never about, seen that. What about Barbie with ASMR? Holy shit. That's uh you be careful, Ben Shapiro will come for you if you mm-hmm. start talking like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of a lot of good hot hot abs and uh some pretty skewering satire, Jared. I I, I must say Skewering. Skewering. Damn. Man. Skewering. Damn. Yeah. Anyways, that's stuff I watched. So, damn. I, and I haven't been gaming at all. Good. Well, I'm gonna start now. But I'm also I will start watching uh, um, the next uh adventure into deep space here pretty soon. Oh man. Well, <clears throat> I, don't know, I know you're not it. on board for that, right? Oh, I watched the first episode yesterday. Mm-hmm. And are you gonna watch the whole thing with me? Are you you're tapping out? I don't know. I don't know. That's fine. Well, I, I can't talk about it right now. We're going to talk about it. Well, I mean, you're going to talk about it, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence about it. Well, I said before, but I will watch it. So uh, if I if you take a pause and I get a couple episodes in, maybe I can direct you on whether it's a uh, it's the thing to do or not. But okay. All right. We'll see. Very well. Very Did you watch well. anything with the? You don't you guys usually watch a movie on Christmas? We do on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Uh, yeah. Generally, uh, depending on how everyone's feeling. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when you're eating and then digesting food, it's like mm-hmm. you you hit a, you hit a wall. It all depends on the mood. But this year, uh, three three films. Uh, oh wow! Were, were, were unlocked. Oh wow! Uh, so this year. Uh, Took advantage of uh, of a Shutter account that someone so oh, graciously uh, interesting uh, shares. Interesting. Uh, are you familiar with a film called "It's a Wonderful Knife"? I've heard it in title only, so title I don't only. know much about it. So this is directed by that Tyler McIntyre guy, yeah. who I think's from Edmonton. He did that Tragedy Girls film. Yes, he had Patchwork. He had a bit in VHS ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this film, as you can guess by the title, is going to be a take off of It's a Wonderful Life, previously discussed on the Criterion Cruise podcast in the early days when mm-hmm. we liked, when we cared and liked to put movies. When we liked movies? Uh, the tagline for this film, this Christmas, your wishes will come true and your nightmares too. Wow. That's incredible. Huge. That's huge. Um, Winnie's life is less than wonderful one year after saving her town from a psychotic killer on Christmas Eve. When she wishes she was never born, she finds herself magically transported to a nightmarish parallel universe. Mm -hmm. With the murderous maniac now back, she must team up with a misfit to identify the culprit and get back to her own reality. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So... Yeah, the movie opens up with, uh, what would you call it? Satire? Well, well it's his name from uh, Barbarian. Uh, blah, blah, from blah, Barbarian? Blah. Yeah, Justin Long. 
Oh, yeah. So he's here kind of doing the not Donald Trump corporate-minded okay. guy with a spray tan mm-hmm. uh, who's, who's, a, who's an asshole who yeah. works Joel McHale too hard, uh, who's in this, oh. barely in this. Like, it's kind of like a, is that? Is, Yo, that, is that Joel McHale? Is that Joel McHale? He's been that, popping up in, that, like, random Is that Jeff? Spots. Is yeah. that Jeff? Yeah. He was in that The Bear Show for, like, one scene, and you're like, is that Joel McHale? Oh, so, so thinking about community, I just learned today uh, yeah. that apparently, so with community, that that Dungeons & Dragons episode is not on Netflix. Because of copyright? No, because of blackface, in quotes. Who does blackface in that episode? Remember uh, remember the, the drow? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. why. It's Apparently, take that off. Yeah, I, I don't mean. I, I, there's an article about it. I don't know. If, I don't think it's been reinstated. Um, is, I think it's, is it Lucy on that show? Mm-hmm. The actress for that, she's like, yeah, it should be on there. I mean, there's even a joke about it where like her character is like, is this what is this racist stuff? But it's like, yeah. it's like, I'm a I'm a drow. The joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I I could be wrong, but I thought the point of of it was. <laughs> that it was a joke to address it's like oh yeah blackface is bad and then you go oh yeah <laughs> but it's yeah that, that to me was just like it's it's of all the things so you're like that that's not on that's not on netflix no mm-hmm. anyway because that's a funny episode oh uh, yeah they're all good right no yeah. anyways well. so this is what jeff is doing he's showing up in it's a wonderful knife mm. yeah man this thing is like so ugly it's so flatly shot uh the nice. characters are non-existent nice the, the writing sucks nice um, apparently i was the hater of this everyone um, else was there for good yeah time. they were they, they seem to be all fine with this apparently yeah. it's, it's better than last year's better watch out which was also abysmal mm. uh but so th- yeah this just follows uh this girl named winnie or she stops a serial killer a slasher man who wears like an all-white outfit who in the alternate universe, comes to be known as the Angel. Okay. Uh, very quickly, you find out that it's the Justin Long character who's killing people. He kills. Yeah. He kills people uh, to target them for their business. Smoking Man is in this for like oh forty five seconds. That's it's cool. a guy who refuses to sell. Um, yeah, because yeah, like they, they then they do like the alternate thing. So uh, she kills uh, the killer, and a year in the future. Things still kind of suck for her, mm-hmm. and her family's like a bunch of assholes. Like you know, they'll buy, they'll get her like a pink hoodie, and then they'll buy her brother like a you know F one fifty. Yeah, and they're like, "What? What's the big deal?" And Can she's like, you? "What?" And she's like, "What the fuck?" And so anyway, she's like, yeah. "I wish I was never born." And That's then, and then we go to the alternate universe where she wasn't around to kill the angel, and he's just mm. apparently going around killing people still. Uh, the guy's idiot brother-in-law is the sheriff, so he's incompetent, and that's the serial killings continue to happen, which are always targeting business owners. Who then this, mm. you know, not Potter from Wonderful Life, uh, mm-hmm. snaps up the the business. <laughs> anyway, does he give and then, them the business? He he gives them the business to get the business. Nice. Uh, then there's like what you call like the ugly girl named Bernie. Mm. Everyone in the in the show calls weirdo. <laughs> weirdo uh, and you keep thinking well she must be like the Clarence right so she's some sort of angel nope she's not no 
Nope. Um, anyways, alternate universe business happens. It's like, will they yeah. be able to solve things? No. This the slasher stuff sucks. It's like oh, yeah. there, there's no build up to it at all. Mm-hmm. It it's just crummy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and you so never that, know until you try. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is just don't don't need this. Don't need this. I see some people liked it okay though, but not me. Yeah. Not me. It's fine. Not everything's for everyone, you know. We followed this up with a Christmas bloody Christmas. Uh, oh, so there was a horror thing. theme this year, eh? Yep. Well, it was, Shutter was open. So okay. this is a, is a Joe Bagos, Joe Bejos, director of Bliss, VFW, of The Mind's Eye. Um, so you showed is... that movie to your family? <laughs> yep. Okay. Man, oh man, hilarity. Hilarity ensues. Uh, as there's like this. The first half is what I would call it's packed with uh, patrons of the slice. Uh, oh, basically, on, on their like dregs of their like Christmas Eve, talking oh, about fucking each other and like going down on one another. Because uh, it, it's like a whole extended like I'm talking like the first half of this movie before the the robot Santa actually starts mm-hmm. killing anybody. A um, lot of talk about fucking. A lot of people talking about yeah. fucking. It, it really, it really puts Picard to shame. Really. Oh, um, oh wow. Yeah. For people who don't know it, there, Jared dropped a Creepsville establishment called the Slice, and uh, <laughs> he's already described the people. But here's my one thing about the Slice. I truly believe that that is the worst public bathroom <laughs> in all of Creepsville. <laughs> And I know you're, some people say it's like, oh, I've been in there. It's not that bad. It's like, have you been in there at like no, 1 I just want to say, on a I, have, I have like, I have zero bathroom stories from any establishment in Creepsville, but I've got two from, <laughs> for the from, slice. From the slice, yes. Two. It's like, that. that's beating the odds right there. Yeah. It is the absolute most <laughs> horrific bath, bathroom in the city. In my in my little opinion, so so yeah. when you say that these are people who frequent the slice, I go, oh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I yeah. get it. No, I get it. Oh, well. but, yeah, so that's yeah, another good one, hey? Well, they they close up the record store, and because like, the yeah. girl's got a the main character up there by Riley Dandy. It's a uh, real name. She, she she's got a, a a hookup all lined up. They, sure. Um, whatever app hookup, whatever those are called. And uh, grinder, yeah, that's one of them, right? Yeah. So anyway, she's gonna hook up with a guy who's like a makes sad bastard music on YouTube, and her nice. um, her employee is like a like a kind of a you know grungy dude who's like jealous about this. And he's like, well, I can mm. bang you if you just want to. If you just want to hook up, why not me? And that's... Say, listen, if I wanted to, I could bang you anytime. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of talk about like performance and stuff like that. A lot mm. of talk about performance and how good it will be. And about Cunnilingus, RJ, uh, which we, we I, do I'm get. I'm not familiar which, with that. Can you describe which, it? Which, which we do well. Dental dams. You know that gets mentioned. I'm, like, I'm liter- with liter- that. literally brought up. Is a, that's a line of dialogue about putting on my dental dam. I, uh, um, I, I'm still a little unfamiliar with that. <laughs> and so the the whole thing is like when the big Santa is like killing a family across the street. Uh, it's it's Riley Dandy uh, being go- gone down on. Um, but I will say it's is it Sam Delich? Is it uh, a dandy it, little scene? It's dandy, and the music builds to a crescendo. Uh, there's lots of um, neon lights in this, okay. and then like so, and then so yeah, the first half is this drawn out character piece, 
mm-hmm. the characters just like rambling dialogue, which I didn't even mind. It's like um, Richard Linklater, but with um, people you, you probably don't want to hang out with too much. They're fine. They, they seem like realistic. They're talking about albums, a lot of discussion mm-hmm. about Nick music and stuff like that. It's like a Tarantino esque. I've heard that a lot. Lately. Yeah, you've, I bet you have. Everyone loves Tarantino-esque things. Mm-hmm. But, so this goes on for quite a while, and then the, the murder Santa starts killing people very slowly. And then the second half is just the Terminator, uh, where she's trying to get away, and cops keep cool. showing up and getting killed. I didn't mind this. Didn't oh, mind good. it. I, I thought it was way better than the It's a Wonderful Knife. Yeah. Um, it's better shot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fun. It's very, like... I don't know. I would slot this into Rob Zombie aesthetic. Because you have, like, cops. doos No, not quite. Uh, All the cops are just, like, 70s rocker-looking men. They all have, like, (laughs) mutton chops and big stashes and long hair. And they're all, like, you know, small-town police, which is fine. You're just, like, making movies with your friends. It's like, hey, man, let's make a fucking Killer Santa movie. Mm. (laughs) And that's what they did. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's something to that, right? Absolutely. Could be something very fun there. Could yeah. be something very fun. So, yeah, yeah, I thought this thought this was decent. Uh, I maybe not recommend watching with the family. Yeah, um, when you this, said this didn't phase this didn't like phase anybody. They they all just thought it was too much it was too slow. They were like, it's too slow. This is boring. Yeah, you know, why are they talking about Conalinka still? I mean, that's a fair question though. <laughs> fair question. Yeah. Or one of the uh characters gets dispatched of early on. Is it Jonah Ray Rodriguez? I don't know. It might be. Sure, actually. could be. I think he's talking about eating that ass, and you're like, oh. I, what does that mean? <laughs> it means eating ass, RJ. Oh, like a rump roast? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, eat that rump. So, yeah, uh, so I thought that one was decent. But, okay. so the next day, uh, we purified our souls and watched a, a wholesome uh, Christmas film. This is called Klaus. Oh. Uh, I've, the animated one, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, named, I've heard uh, that's very good. Named after Klaus Kinski, I think. Um, <laughs> yep, one and the same. Uh, Spanish director, Sergio Pablos. Oh, yes, Sergio Pablos. Yes, exactly. Very good, uh, very good Spanish. Uh, yeah, no, so, so Klaus, um, the, oh, boy, what a tagline. Welcome to the jingle. That's it, wow. eh? No. Okay, when cool. Je- when Jesper distinguishes himself Jesper. as the post yeah, Jesper okay. when Jesper distinguishes himself as the postal academy's worst student, he is sent to Schmierensburg, a small village located on an icy island above the Arctic Circle, where grumpy inhabitants barely exchange words, let alone letters. Jesper is about to give up and abandon his duty as a postman when he meets local teacher Alva and Klaus, a mysterious carpenter who lives alone in a cabin full of handmade toys. I don't know why, but Jesper just doesn't sound like a real name to name to me. Like J- Jasper? Yeah, but Jasper, I know Jesper. Jesper, it's a real name. I don't know. There's a magic. I think there's a magic card artist named Jesper. Sure there is. Sure there is. Yeah, I've, I have not seen this, but I've heard it's good from... It's, I can't remember okay. where. Um, Netflix. <laughs> Did no, they tell you it was good? Netflix. This is a great movie, and I went, okay. I would, I, would, I would throw a solid three out of five stars at it, which is fine. It's, like, not bad. Um, there's times where, like, the animation, like, the environments look really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character designs are fun. They're a little bit more 
on the just kind of cartoony side, which I actually do like, but I actually like it yes. more in an illustrative comic style than in animation. Um, I've seen some people mention that Jesper reminds them a lot of the guy from Emperor's New Groove. Cusco? Yeah, Cusco. David I Spade? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's uh, so Cusco's David Spade, the llama. Have you never um, seen that movie? Never. It's really good. It's really never. good. Never have. Um, I think J.K. Simons is the is Klaus. Uh, yeah, that's a good fit for him. And people, there are people. Norm Macdonald's in this. That made me sad because yeah. he's dead. Norm's in this. Yep, he's oh, like the the guy. He's like the guy who operates the boat that connects the the mainland to the island. Mm. I didn't know Norm was in here. He was. Yeah. Uh, so what's this all about? So yeah, anyway, so yes, Jesper kid. His dad is like the postmaster general. And mm-hmm. he's like a real lazy kid who wants to take it easy. And his dad's like, I got to toughen this kid up. Yeah. And so he sends him off to the island and he has to uh, do 6,000 letters in a year or else. Or so else he goes what? up there. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Like he's out of the family. Oh, okay. But he kind of sets him up for like failure because this town, this Schmierensburg, uh, it's a constant war with itself. It's very like, it kind of reminds, some of the character designs and stuff like that in there are kind of feels like a tim burton affair which is fine mm. um it's just like a, these two families that have been at war with each other since the stone age mm-hmm. that all apparently still live on this island together uh and they're always trying to kill each other there's like a mm-hmm. there's a bell in the middle of the town which is just for brawls you have big oh, that's, that's, cool. that, that's how you introduce everybody because everything's like strange and violent like an edward gory story yeah. uh the school teacher alpha the the inevitable love interest she is she was a school teacher but since none of their children go to school because they're always just fighting instead. Um, she's like the, the fishmonger selling fish. I like to make, a fishmonger. To, to, to make enough money to get off this island away from this hellhole. Yeah. So anyways, uh, he tries to get people to mail letters, but is only met with violence. And then he's depressed in the post office and sees on the map that there's one little community, one little house that's way up past the mountains, past the forest that he hasn't talked to yet. Or scene two so he drives up there and it's like the, it's the woodsman who lives there Not and he the finds this woodsman? the woodsman and in oh, this shit. old shacky while the woodsman's out and about uh, he finds all this this entire room filled with old wooden toys that's cool and um of course uh, one thing leads to another and this yeah. klaus, klaus becomes intrigued uh that there's sad children in this town and he give these toys away he's all these old toys mm-hmm and and that thing, and that's where the 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 origin of writing letters to Santa comes from, RJ. Is that accurate though? Yeah. How it really happened? Yeah, and then the the Sami people, um, of like northern of Scandinavia, northern Europe, uh, they, they're elves. Is that like Sammy Davis Jr.? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Same same kind of idea. I, I think so. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, so anyways. Doesn't sound sound bad. Sounds like, bad. A, like I said, an animated out of, Christmas movie. It's a, yeah, it's a three out of five stars. You, yep. know, you might, you know, some might like it more. Some may. Some no. Might. Are you gonna watch any more Christmas movies? Not Christmas, RJ. Oh, well, I know there's a, another horror one on Crave uh, that um, I don't know. It's got David Harbor. You know David Harbor? Nope. Uh, he was in he Meth Hellboy. The guy from Stra- Stranger Things. What the fuck was it called? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Oh, yeah, the new Spider-Verse is on uh, 
Crave also. Oh, is it? It is currently, yeah. What was it? It was a Christmas horror film. I'm on Crave right now. Crave. Crave. Just in case you want to see Christmas horror films. I remember never finishing that, that Hellboy 2019 movie. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was a really good one. I re- remember I watched that like 5 a.m. Are, are, are you thinking of Violent Night? Yes. That's okay. a Christmas movie, correct? Yeah, the one from last year. Yeah. And then yeah. John, John Leguizamo and Beverly D'Angelo. Of Beverly D'Angelo. Of, of, of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation fame. Exactly. Exactly. Or you, you could watch something else, I guess. Oh, that's, 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 that can be next year. Next that year can be next year. If it's still on Grave. Uh, I'm sure it'll throw up somewhere. They, they shuffle things around. They do. You know? Yeah. Uh, oh, Exorcist is a Christmas movie. Is it? Because it's, it's Catholic. Ah, by default. Yeah, I see. And then, and then I watched the last couple South Parks. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh they're fine. They're fine. Business couple, as usual. There's a couple of things where you laugh at, but then you go, huh? You know, some people look to South Park for like, I don't know, the right answer for issues, like the right position to Which take side politics. To yeah. yeah, and I think that's a that's a fa- that's a failing endeavor, folks. Don't don't look to Trey Parker and Matt Stone to find your your politics. To find where you where you lie on the compass. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I understand. Yeah, I do so sort understand. Of, it's some kind of spectrum. Well, I, we're all on some kind of spectrum, buddy. Mm-hmm. Some end of some spectrum. Right. Yeah. My uh, my possible autism got brought up a couple times over uh, Christmas. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's not. It's not that people think I'm. I'm like full blown autistic, but everyone says there there might be a hint there, and I go, yeah, maybe. Just a a hint will do, yeah. I said maybe Ben Affleck had autism in a movie, and he was a super agent. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Not too bad. So yeah. that's what we so, can all aim for. Did he a, a super spy with autism? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's worse things. Cool, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey RJ, you wanna you wanna talk about um the the conclusion to the Picard saga? You bet your ass I want to talk about Picard. Damn right. All right. And, and just for the people out there, just a reminder, there's going to be some exclusive stuff in this episode. Exclusive. Not seen or heard of anywhere else. D- d- does Picard Season 3 redeem the train wreck of Season 2? Find you out. Are... Oh, yeah. Find out. My grits, RJ. That was a, 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 a heck, a heck of a recording session. Holy cow! That's gonna that's gonna be an old timer. No. Yeah, especially because of that secret special thing that happened at the end. Of that's the episode. that's true. That was additional yeah. minutes. I mean, you can even you can hear whatever that is. It feels like uh, very stiff underwear. Yeah, I've heard it's professional quality. Whatever it is. I do like that this thing's been sealed for, like, 
50 years. Almost 30 years, and I just unsealed it. Did you, you didn't inhale that stuff when you unsealed that plastic, did you? Mm. Oh, you definitely. didn't breathe in, did you? Yeah, I definitely breathed in that vinyl. Oh, God. Yeah, you're vinyl done for, pal. No. You, you got like a week left, I think. The spores. Yeah, I just noticed I haven't opened up X in a long time, but I just opened up X, and it says trending Star Trek Picard. Is it because people have been anticipating this episode of ours, potentially? Or it's just been listening to us this whole time? No, that too, maybe. Stupid acts. Yeah, it was a pretty incredible episode, and uh, the only way you can find it is by uh, ponying up the bucks. That's right. One bucks or more. At least. uh, A minimum. Nope. Not too shlabby. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not too bad at all. Um, There's something that occurred to me to mention. I forgot to mention. What? Oh, you know, so after watching this, like this this Star Trek business, it mm. does always make me go, man, I should uh, rewatch original series again. You should. <laughs> rewatch, because we never did a proper creep of it. Of the original? No. But you got to remember, I got a little bit, uh, I still have couple other series to get before i'm actually officially done that's true before the original well, i mean i'll never be done because i'm never watching voyager ever no i understand ever there is other things you could watch it's true that other star true. trek things i mean oh ooh. you watch enterprise it's pretty good pretty <sighs> pretty good those are there's such like it's like a hundred episodes yeah, but you get that theme song for two seasons, which is pretty incredible. Exactly. Yeah. RJ, you got any news for us? You got any news? You got, you got nah, no scoops? Like nah, nothing like that. Really? Nah, nah, nothing like that. Interesting, interesting. And nothing like that. No, 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 nothing like that. Let's see here. What have been people mentioning on the on the Discord? Uh, nothing really. Yeah. Nothing at all. I get it. Uh, hey, you know Aquaman two came out. Oh yeah. Nobody really seemed to care, hey. No, I think it might have uh, made only a little bit more than Blue Beetle on opening weekend. Just a little, hey. Yeah, that's not that's great. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's a dead franchise. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I mean, the they DC very publicly EU said it's over. You is done. Why would unless you're a big um, I don't know Aquaman Aquafan? fan or um, mm-hmm. Aqua Aquafina fan, maybe an oh. Am, a, Amber Heard stan. Oh wow, um, what's his name? Aquaman. Yeah, him too. That guy. He's in the mix too. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to. Be, he's done though. I mean, he's he's going to be going to being Lobo. Lobo, Sheriff Lobo. Sheriff Lobo. Wow, <laughs> incredible. Yeah, well, it's it's all all things must all all things must end, right, Chert? That's all right. Good things. As we learned on our Patreon exclusive episodes, that you got to be on the Patreon to understand. Yeah. That's right. And then when some people finally get around to watching all of Picard, they can tune in to our Patreon episodes. And really give us a boost in six years. 
That's right, Oliver. Yeah. Well, six. Yeah. Keep keep watching Berlin Alexander Platz, buddy. Nobody should watch it. No. Somewhere in the stars. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. All right. Well, anyways, that's, that, cool. that's the news. Uh, after the break, mm-hmm. RJ and I start our car podcast where we're going to talk about cars because we're real, real gearheads, right, RJ? You about cars? Uh, yeah, I'm just a huge gearhead, sure. You can go around and say, is that a 390? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a GTO 450. Wow. 450 GTO. Cowboy, he lives on the range. It's like the Kevin his horse cars. and his cattle are his only companions. He works in the saddle and he sleeps in the canyons. Waiting for summer, his pastures to change. As the moon rises, he sits by his fire Thinking about women and glasses of beer and Closing his eyes as the doggies retire He sings out a song which is soft but it's clear As if maybe someone could hear Good night, you moon sweet baby Jane. You trying to blow my mind? Where is she? They split. Let's go. Don't matter. We don't want to go anyway. Come on. Two states. Three states. Sure we'll race. You damn right we'll race. For pink. Pink slips? You mean for cars? Where to? You name it. Washington, D.C. After D.C., we'll go on down to Florida. I've got some nice beaches down there. Just color me gone, baby! We gotta get some action soon. We'll need Fred to do a little work on the carburetors and check out the rear end. On air conditioning. On air conditioning, huh? On automatic heat. I don't want automatic heat, huh? We'll go away bed. We'll roll away bed. In my backseat. In my backseat. I don't like being crowded by a couple of punk road hogs clear across two states. If I wanted to bother, I could suck you right up my tailpipe. Now, this man's dangerous, officer. He passes on the right a couple of miles back. I swear he's going about 90. He must be on something. Take it easy, man. You're going to kill us.
we're back. Yeah. This is the Criterion Cruise Podcast. Yeah. And tonight we're talking about two lane blacktop from 1971. Yeah. Directed by Monty Hellman. Monty Pretty Python? cool name. You know about Hellman? Uh I know Hellboy. Is that like yeah. the child version? This is like the big boy version. Oh wow. You know, he has a first name and the boy has become a man. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. Not too bad. Uh, tagline for this film, you can never go fast enough. I feel like there is a speed that's too fast. No, it's not fast enough. I feel like there is. You might start the film on fire. Um, a, a driver and a mechanic travel around the United States, hopping from drag strip to drag strip in a 1955 Chevy Bel Air Coupe. They race mm. for money, betting with their competitors. Yeah, I assume so. The pair gains a young and talkative female stowaway. Along the way, they unintentionally attract a well-to-do drifter driving a Pontiac GTO. This older man, looking for attention, antagonizes their efforts. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. So, RJ, what is a two-lane blacktop? Uh, a street... There you go. Is it, is uh, it, thanks, yeah. folks, for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's all we have to say here. Two lane blacktop. Uh, yeah. well, it's a blacktop. Uh, you got two lanes there. Uh, one car drives one way. One car drives the other way. Asphalt. That's, uh, that's asphalt. Uh, and that's all you gotta do. Uh, so it's this is a movie about two dudes. I don't even Curtis. know if you. Can, I don't even know if they have attitudes. Two rude dudes with bad attitudes? No, they're just two dudes with uh, one thing on the mind. Cars. Cars. Driving. They, they like into cars. They're uh, their own independence. Yeah. It's a represent- representation of their uh, expression of their individuality. Don't you know? These cars. These cars, bud. Hey, so who are these two dudes played by? Why? Well, yes. We got... Uh, singer songwriter James Taylor, Fire as, and Rain, uh, brunette guy. And uh, I got, believe his name is Driver. Yeah, his name is Driver, brunette yep. guy. And then you've got Dennis Wilson. Well, who could forget him? Brother of Brian Wilson of the Beach yes, Boys. He is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. That's what these guys are about. Yep. Uh, Driver mechanic. The, the hitchhiker they pick up uh, is played by Lori Bird, who uh, I guess like the big thing for her, like said she Wiki- died. Her Wikipedia, she killed herself. Uh, yeah. Well, was at a Art Garfunkel's apartment. Well, uh, yeah. She, she overdosed on Valium. Yeah. Uh, Andy watched a little bit of this. Me, she's like, I know that lady's face, and I was like, hmm. And I looked into it, and she's like. Uh, before I got there, and he's like, I feel like she's on an album. And then uh, it, it's a Garfunkel album. There you, you go. Know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, she is, I guess. Yeah. It's a Garfunkel. Uh, here's the Wikipedia entry on suicide. In 1979, oh, Bird died by suicide by taking an overdose of Valium in the New York apartment she shared with Garfunkel, who was deeply affected by her death. Garfunkel said, she was beautiful in a lonesome, yeah. haunted way, and I adored her. But I wasn't yeah. ready for marriage, and she was not very comfortable being Lori. 
She wasn't happy with herself. Her mother died by suicide at 25, and so did she. Wow. Thanks. Yeah, that's pretty cool that he talked like that. It is. I thought I, was gonna say, I, I, I thought you were going to say that Andy recognized uh, her from um, her appearance, uh, playing the role of Dottie White in the movie Cockfighter, also directed who, by, who, also directed by Monty Hellman, also starring Warren Oates, who brings us to our fourth <laughs> character. Uh-huh. Uh huh. GTO as GTO, uh, he is he's kind of the uh, he's the rug that ties the room together of this film. So where and, would and we, he, where would we be without Warren Oates in any? And movie, he said really? I looked like Warren Oates. That's weird. Yeah, I agree. She's like, you got the same hair as him. I was like, I don't think I do. <laughs> no. Yeah, but watch this. Uh, she didn't really know who Warren Oates was. She was like, you kind of look like that guy. I was like, I look like that guy. Yeah, isn't this what you guys do though? You just tell each other you, they look. You look like somebody in this. I mean, usually they're pretty close. Okay. I feel like. Okay. Uh, we also get a uh, a nice guest stint uh, from one other actor. Who, I guess we mentioned uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Mm-hmm. He, he shows up for a hot minute. What and what a hot minute it is! Uh, can you describe why? Well, we'll get there. We'll talk about it. Okay. So uh, we got there, our street racers, driver and mechanic. Mm-hmm. They live on the road. They drive that. Chevrolet 150, uh, mm-hmm. Bel Air Coupe, Primer Gray. What does that What does that mean to you, RJ? You know about cars that only have primer on them. It uh, a stock car. Stock car, stripped down to the gears. Yeah, it's just like you this is this, this is here for the, the fact of. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No time for anything else. Minimalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marvelous, marvelous. Uh, things yep. kick off in California. Uh, one thing that I've thought about a few times while watching this was how this was clearly made with like people, like real people, not uh, pro- uh, professional extras. This was just like, hey, let's go to the racetrack. Let's get the the, the people and the bodies uh, and the look of what people looked like here in um, like Dean Seventy. And it made me laugh because I don't know if you've seen those uh, shitty memes on the internet about, I don't know, dudes on motorcycles. And it's like, these were men in 1980. And these are men now. And it's, it's a bunch of like young guys on like e scooters. And there's this idea I, I've that. I've seen stuff like that, yeah. Okay, you've seen What's those the idea? Things. Well, it's like men were men before. And like they're all jacked men and they're all like beating each other up. And like, mm-hmm. because men were men and women were women, and things were good in the old days. You could buy a house on one income, uh, and like everyone was just like, I don't know, this mono, like this image of like of a of a man, and that's it. And then you watch this, and you go, no, clearly that's not the case. That was never the case. But mm-hmm. keep living on the internet, folks, where everything is yeah. the like an- anime, <laughs> like group pages uh and then trad cath web pages which are nonsense utter nonsense anyway i've seen all of it it's all silly and then you see tulane blacktop and you're like yeah look at that like when men were men plain folk just people and and we're gonna do a uh kind of like our uh easy rider type Mm -hmm. of story because this firmly belongs to the the new hollywood of the time, which uh, I think I've mentioned in the past, 
I'm a big fan of. I, I love mm-hmm. this aesthetic. It, you don't even have to like do very much with it, and I find it uh, immediately more compelling mm-hmm. uh, than ninety <laughs> percent of the crap that we get to endure week in week out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I don't know because this movie, not a lot that happens. So these guys are driving along. Okay. They're, they're winning races. Girl uh, just kind of shows up in the backseat of the car. And you know what? They don't even have a conversation with her. They just start driving. It's awesome. You don't need any of that flim-flam chitter-chatter. She's just there. And now she's giving this dude a neck massage. And soon enough, well, they're, mm. they're going to they're gonna go for a tumble in the sack. And the other guy's going to be like, damn it, we only got one room. Now you're going to be a sad boy outside. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's where he wrote Fire and Rain. That's where he came up with it? Yeah, because inside he heard fire. Yeah. Outside he saw rain. You know remember, what I mean? Remember when he showed up on The Simpsons? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Homer's an astronaut. Yeah, he played that very song, actually. Gotta go. Gotta go. Just good stuff. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So anyway, they're making their way across America directionless uh, from one coast to the next. Uh and then they kind of notice that there's this, is it orange or yellow? The, the GTO. Uh, yellow. Yellow, yeah. They see this car blasting by, and they see uh, a worn oats driving along with, like, random people sometimes. This one's like a bald man, and you're like, yeah. is, this, is this his mechanic? It's like, no, nah, mm-hmm. he, just, he just picks people up. He's lonely. Um, well, it's like these two lonely guys, I guess, have each other, and they have the car to talk about, and they're very satisfied with it. And then there's the girl who's like, I don't know, I'm bored. These guys seem cool. Mm-hmm. And they're a ride. And, and like, I, I can talk as much as I want, and sometimes they'll just zone out, mm-hmm. not listen. And uh, otherwise, yeah, they're, they're, you know, just disaffected youths of America at the time. And then you have Warnotes, who I think is a very interesting character. Because the thing that you'll notice is this guy is full of shit. Every single person he meets... He has a different story to tell. And you never know what's true or what's not. And I'm like really the matter. Joker. This, yeah, exactly. This is like proto-Joker. This, should, oh, okay. this is, the, this is the, the proto-Joker. Like a, interesting. Like a, like a proto-changeling or something like that. Oh, interesting. Because uh, this seems like a man. A man in search of an identity. Mm-hmm. And so if, whoever he interacts with, he picks up elements of their own story and brings mm-hmm. it into himself. And just to try to like, I don't know, make a connection with with his fellow travelers um and so inevitably what happens is uh these two cross paths because uh gto man's like got a real bee in his bonnet about these dudes in the chevy or they're making a fool of me <laughs> they're cutting me off mm-hmm. uh like he's just like imagining things and he like catches up with them uh and then he's like he basically challenges them to a race and they're like okay well let's have a race to washington dc He's like, oh, yeah. And then he doesn't even know what he's doing because he keeps talking about he won this car. Yeah. Uh, uh, you don't know if that's true. He just has it. Yep. And uh, the, they have a deal where they're going to... Um, do they mail the pink slips off? There's something like that, yeah. Or it's like pink slips yeah. to a certain location and it's like people yeah. who get there. I don't... They never show them actually mailing, mailing them it off. off. Yeah. There, there's this mention of like it'll be there because it's like well how do we guarantee that either of us will actually show up in washington dc and it's like well right. we can do this right. yeah 
but uh, while this is going on, uh, this is uh, while uh, Warren Oates has picked up one traveler, this uh, oversized uh, cowboy man mm-hmm. um, with his uh, bolo tie, uh, who and Warren Oates keeps talking his ear off, <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. just like, oh, and he gets he out to use the bathroom. At one point, yeah, he goes to use the bathroom, but can only uh, get to the ladies' room, and he's just there. Wallowing in filth, his hands in his head, his head in his hands, and she walks in, and then he like leaves, and there's like this whole like thing in the background where he's like going to get another ride. Mm-hmm. Again, this movie is like low stakes, like nothing oh, yes. really, nothing's happening, but it's I don't know, it's interesting the entire time uh, because it, it depends how much affinity you have, I guess, for like the uh, the emptiness of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, very little of this takes place in near or a city. It's like racetracks and empty road. And like gas stations, uh, cafes, mm-hmm. that's it. Um, and so, yeah, the, you, you think they're like, oh, this is gonna be like a, whack, a wacky race. This is gonna be an intense race across America. And it turns mm-hmm. out not to be. It turns out like this is like kind of a buddy movie with four yeah. people. In a sense. Because, um, yeah, you have sad ass Warren Oates who's just like looking for friends and he doesn't know how to make them. Uh, and he kind of winds up with these guys. And these guys are, like, also, they they reciprocate this weird relationship because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, like, they're supposed to be, like, trying to beat the other person. So you'd be, like, well, there should be nonstop driving, only stopping to get fuel. And then, you, I mean, the, the two guys have a, uh, an advantage because there's two of them. They could trade off. One drives mm-hmm. while the other one sleeps. Warren Oates is on his own. He's got mm-hmm. nobody. But uh, uh, there's one great scene where Warren Oates has been pulled over by some mm-hmm some deputy taps and the uh, the boys pull up and they go, Hey man, I'm glad you pulled them over. They got, the guy's really cutting me off. He's some real dangerous driving. You know, you're like, Oh, the, like what a dick move as they peel out themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, Oh shit, th- this is going to start like accelerating, but no mm-hmm. Warren Oates like, fucking gets escorted to the state lines mm-hmm. and he just guns it after them. And he kind of like pulls up ahead of them and they all pull over and cooperate. He's like, don't you pull yeah. that crap with me. And like, you're like, Oh, they all like each other or just like howling out. And they're like, mm-hmm. we got nothing else better to do. And you're like, this isn't, this is not a race. This is not like a, uh, life and death, uh, like encounter or anything like that. No one's going to try to like shoot out each other's tires or mm-hmm. other sort of hijinks. It's not even like a comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just gonna, they're on this journey together across america uh you get like you know throwaway lines like the closest thing maybe to like political commentary where i think the mechanic uh i think they're going through i don't know louisiana maybe and they're like we don't like this part of town you ought to like change Mm -hmm. your license plates (laughs) because bad things could happen to guys like us Mm -hmm. uh the closest thing to that later on is i think is they're kind of in memphis they come across a guy the guy's like you aren't you ain't hippies are you Mm mm-hmm He's like, like, why you guys were these, these traveling through? And he's saying this to Warren Oates. I'm like, that man's not a hippie. Like, he's like, I'm a TV producer. <laughs> you're like, is he? I don't know what he is. Possible, let's say. Possible. Uh, one, the, the one scene along the way uh, that I, I burst out laughing at uh, is when he picks up Harry Dean Stanton. So Harry Dean Stanton's like a, also like kind of like a cowboy-looking young guy. He hops in the car. They're driving along, driving along. And then you see, like, Harry Dean Stanton's hand just kind of, like, slowly make his way over to Warren Oates' knee. And uh, he grabs his knee. <laughs> Warren Oates mm-hmm. is like, what, 
He, he slaps it. He goes, I ain't into that. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not into that. <laughs> I'm not into that. And he's like, I just thought you'd like to pass the time, you know? You relax mm-hmm. while you're driving. No. <laughs> and you're like, okay, look at that. Look at that consent. And he's respecting that. But then we cut to a scene later on where the rain's just pouring. And apparently Warren Oates has been stewing on this. And he's like, I'm kicking you out of the car. You don't do that kind of thing. You don't do that. And we're, then you know, we're here. He stands all sad. Don't kick me out here. Like it's in he's the middle like, of we'll nowhere. Always be friends. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, okay, okay. Next town. The next town. And then we never see him again. People going in and out of his life uh, in, the, yep. in the passenger seat. Uh, and you're always like, oh, cause, you know, there's always like this thing about hitchhiking. like, oh, it's very dangerous. Like bad mm-hmm. things are going to happen to you. This movie's like, nah, whatever. We're not, we're not even going to attempt to do that. Everybody's just happy to get rides. Sometimes yep. Harry Dean stands giving rides to like this like woman with her grandkid going to a, 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 grave, a graveyard, to a cemetery to pay her uh, respects. And he's like mm-hmm. real like, oh, boy. I can't. Yeah, I, can't. I don't even know how to address this. Mm-hmm. He just sends her off, and he's like, yeah, if she, she says something, he goes, oh, yeah, I like this. And she says, no, not like that. And then she always has, like, a tort, and he goes, okay. And then you just, next thing you see him dropping her off, and then that's it. So The rotating door of... Uh, yeah, and then passengers. there's sort of, like, some, like, sexual tensions going on with the girl kind of interrupting the, the, mm-hmm. the bromance. Um and she's kind of getting tired. I don't know. She's getting bored with this. And like Warren Oates is like, "Well, you can hang with me. I'll treat you real good. Mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be your guy. You can hang with me." And she's like, "All right, fine." Mm-hmm. They sneak off during a race, and those guys are like, "Huh? He took off, huh?" And they drive up ahead. They eventually catch up. You know, there's like tension of like passing cars on the road, and they show up. And he's like, "Ah, God!" He's like, "God damn it!" God damn it. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. you guys are just having breakfast. Uh, I think well, there's like the bit where he get where he got his load on uh, the mm. night before. His what? Sorry, he, he, his load on. He, he oh, got yeah. real, He got he got uh, uh, wrecked, and he was he ordered a hamburger and Alka Seltzer. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that? Uh, yeah. Well, he orders a hamburger, and then um. Yeah, maybe it's Alka Seltzer. He orders that's hamburgers when a couple times. That's, yeah, that's when he's In setting up the Tennessee the, the, bar. Yeah, this is this is the thing about Memphis, like setting up yeah. for going to the big race in Memphis, and that's where it's in Memphis where they're at the racetrack. Um, we get lots of sweet footage of like just people hanging out, looking at cars in the in, yeah. at, in the night. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, the girl joins uh, Warren Oates. They drive ahead into kind of like a mountainy area, like Kentucky, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then they find the guys and. He's like, God damn, they found me. <laughs> and then she's had enough of all this. And he's like, there's this like younger guy with long hair and a motorcycle. He's making eyes at her. And like it's all like done completely without dialogue. She just like leaves and she's got all her bags and stuff. And she goes out to the car and these guys are all watching it. And the guy's are like, There's no like essentially silently, there's no room for those bags. And so she leaves her luggage. No room for her mm-hmm. luggage, RJ, on this road. And she takes off with the guy. And you're like, what are they going to do? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. And, and now uh, it's down to these these three dudes. Uh, very clearly, in, in a real race, uh, the, the Chevy would win. It's it's got it's super fast. They've already raced it, and Warren was like, "What do you want to do here?" And um, yeah, I mean, essentially, the movie has this like final final bit where um, 
the race is never going to finish. Like they never going mm-hmm. to go to Washington, and who knows what happens with these pink slips. And uh, Warren Oates has adapted a, a new personality where he won this car using his stock car, um, and mm-hmm. it's like it be- feels good taking you know beating something that came off the out of off the uh, assembly line in Detroit. And mm-hmm. <laughs> well, his thing know. is uh, he's a real a uh, real uh, gearhead. He built right. his own car and he stole. <laughs> Oh, guys who drive GTOs like that, those are just fake car guys. Yeah, right? and now I'm now I'm driving one. Yeah, and but he, uh, he won it the right way. Yeah, and, and then uh, then we go back to mechanic and driver, uh, drivers in the car, and they're doing their big race, and it, mm-hmm. it moves into this slow motion, you know, very uh, art house thing of him driving, and it slows, and then the film freezes up and burns out. Sure burns out all right. Burns out all right. That's, yeah. that's, I mean that that's that's the movie. That's like that's it. Uh, they encounter a car accident at one point. Oh and they shit! Say, yeah, is the road scary? Oh yeah, they the love the bit where uh, yeah, there's this car because they they're driving along. Some guys trying to like pass and they're not letting them. And then they come upon a car accident. It looks like something out of uh, Straight Story, the David Lynch movie. Yeah. And so their their star car goes off into like the field. The other car is fine. It's like a charger. I think mm-hmm. is noted. Uh, they get up. They're fine. I mean, I'm kind of like, they're not even wearing fucking seatbelts. And, like, you look at, like, there's, there's, I kept thinking about, like, fiberglass uh, cars now, how they just explode to protect you. And this thing's like, mm-hmm. no, this this is a casket on wheels. Uh, then they go up and check in, like, what's going on in the accident. And you see a dead guy. He's all like, his neck's broke. Neck Came around broke. the corner and even saw him. Damn, fool. And then, and then we gets out of her car. With, with her, like all her three kids. children. They're going to go check out the dead body. But you're like, is this woman going there? Because she recognizes the car. That could be her husband. You don't know. Is this mm. kind of like, or or they're just going to be traumatized because cars kill. And I can hear Ralph Nader saying, "Need seatbelts." Or God, got seatbelts in there. <laughs> for, is this for part of your anti-seatbelt agenda? Yeah, I think so. I think this is this is what Tulane Blacktop is all about. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So, interesting. Yeah. That's Tulane Blacktop. And yeah, it uh, is. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I don't know why it is about this movie that it's not unlike a bunch of movies that we've watched, but this one works. It's it, it, it. I think it genuinely uh, captures uh, a, a moment in time uh, mm-hmm. of 1971. You know, you got Vietnam man going on, and again, you always hear about the disaffected youths. Um, and I've seen Easy Rider a few times. And okay. I think that movie's just mm, fine. I think this is mm-hmm. better. I would mm-hmm. argue. Okay. I don't know. And again, I don't. Have to, I'm not sure what the difference is. I think because maybe it's, motorcycles it's not, and cars. Maybe uh, it's not uh, P- Peter Fonda. Uh, uh, fuck. Of course, Jack Nicholson and yeah. uh, Dennis Hopper. Uh, who are like I, I don't know if they were, they were stars ish at that time I guess uh-huh. or being catapulted into it. This is like I don't know. It's two it's singer songwriters and a drummer, uh, half of which die tragically in the next ten years of making this movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the movie's reputation kind of didn't exist for a while because people saw this in theater, but it was not available on video for years. Uh, Universal didn't see it as a priority at all. They didn't like it. Uh, here's a fun fact. In 1994, Seattle Scarecrow Video invited Hellman to show the film at their store. 
they proceeded to collect 2,000 signatures, including mm. Werner Herzog's, for a oh. petition to get the film released on video. Both People Magazine and Film Comment ran articles about the store's effort and the film. For years, Universal had been looking for a partner to give Tulane Blacktop a proper release befitting its cult film status. However, efforts to release it had always been hampered by issues with music rights, in particular the use of Moonlight Drive by the Doors. Uh, director William Lustig, director of Maniac RJ, also a technical <laughs> advisor for Anchor Bay, got Hellman to approach the surviving band members to get their approval. In 1999, Michigan-based Anchor Bay Entertainment licensed the film from Universal and released it on VHS and DVD with an audio commentary by Hellman and associate producer Gary Kurtz and a documentary on Hellman directed by George Hinkenlooper. George. The limited... Uh, yeah, George, you don't know George Hinkenlooper? Oh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? My God. Who doesn't? Well... Yeah, I'm a big Hinkenlooper guy over here. you never seen Hearts of Darkness? I've seen Hearts of Darkness. Uh, the limited edition DVD was packed in a metal tin and extras, including a 48-page booklet featuring behind-the-scenes photographs and liner notes about director Monty Hellman, and a poster and a die-struck miniature car keychain. Mm-hmm. And and in 2007 screening, Hellman revealed that the Criterion Collection was releasing a two-disc special edition DVD that featured a new documentary made by Hellman that included an interview with Christofferson about how me and Bobby McGee has become so closely associated with the film. Uh, it's cool it got a Criterion release. Is it on the Criterion channel? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that money you pay every month... Uh, doesn't really work out too hot, does it? Well, well, it'd be cool if uh, it'd be cooler if the channel had um, movies on it. The movies that are uh, part of the uh, collection. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd, that'd be cool. It'd be, it'd be swell. Well, at least next week's movies on the Criterion Channel, right? No, no, uh, it's not. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I'm into that. Cool. Um, how how does um, U.S. Route 66 look to you, RJ? Um, empty. It does. Imagine now. <laughs> Not a lot of cars on the road, my man. Not a lot of cars on the road. A lot less people. Uh, or is there lots of people? Mm-hmm. I mean, who's, I guess. Who's the qu- to say? I mean, I'm not sure if you've ever watched Vanishing Point or... Um... No. No. Have not you not even the... kind of... And have you seen Easy Rider? No, I own it. Okay. I have the America Lost and Found collection. Very good. Yeah, one day we'll I, get to I, that. Because I... those are probably not on the channel, but I, I have the collection. I just... I, I've never seen it. You got yourself a hard copy. I do. And I also have Head. I have a copy of Head, the movie. You know Head? Yeah. I know Head. I know those monkeys. Oh yeah, you you know the monkeys. I've seen that movie. <laughs> I've yeah. seen Head, but not Easy Rider. <laughs> so, I actually have. I watched that when I bought it. So, yeah. it's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, when I uh, went into watching this this week, I was kind of like, oh fuck, man, I already feel like I'm not gonna like this thing. I yeah. I saw it years ago, and okay. I don't I didn't really remember too much about it. But mm-hmm. on revisiting, I was like, oh shit, a movie I actually liked for the first time in. Uh, in a, hey, in a while, it felt like in like four months. <laughs> so I know, Woo. woohoo! I know, 
taking you in. So, what a treat. So, RJ, what did you think of Two Lane Blacktop since this is also your first time watching it? What a treat. What a treat, Jared. We don't Melano- get these movies. It's, it's, it's not a Melanoche. Melanoche. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't get these movies very often. And uh, I know people are going to say, oh, because it's color and it's English. It's like, no, like movies that are refreshingly different from the grind of what we watch all the time, which is in all the same shit. It's just, here's a French guy doing it and here's a Japanese guy doing it, but it's the same movie and you go, all right, all right, cool. No, I like this, man. I thought it was good. Um, I think the first hour of this movie is really good. And then I think it loses steam a little bit. Uh, Like when, when they, when they go to the Derby and then like some of the stuff that follows after, I was like, "Mm." Like I kind of wish they were just still on the road. Like I, I know the Derby was for the car folk out there, and it's like I, I do see the, the good stuff of that too. But uh, um, it's kind of like, oh man, I wish they kind of just stuck with that. That would have been cool. But uh, no, I, I liked this. Andy watched a little bit of it with me, and uh, she was, uh, she was kind of on board too. Like she wasn't super interested, but there were a couple times she's like, oh, what's this, or um, is this what's happening? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I really like about uh, '70s movies, Jarrett? What? You know what I? You know what I really like about movies from the '70s is um, they don't have the the need to fill the audio dead space. They just let it linger, um, which uh, is has been a constant complaint of mine of modern movies where there's there's no dead or there's no there's no natural sound. It's just, it's constantly filled with either music or score or, like, conversation or whatever. Like, there's parts in this movie where you can just hear, like, the trees. And you just hear, like, cars. And it's just, like, a shot of a person's head and nothing's really happening. And uh, there's just, like, air and silence. And, uh, Sense of environment. Yeah, it just, it really lets, it really lets it breathe, Jarrett. They allowed this movie to breathe, and, uh, I like that like, that like quote. Uh, Nicholas Rogue's uh, walkabout. Just like walkabout, some have said. Some have said, but yeah, I really, I really like that. It just they don't feel the need to fill space with just whatever. Like there's shots of nothing happening, and there's shots of just no audio at all. And I kind of was like, yeah, I like that, man. War Notes is really good. I like his uh, his weird uh, like insecure person and uh what he's doing i like these two car head dudes that are just driving around they're like in this like this like a sleeper car that they've souped up and their whole thing is like we're gonna go out there and embarrass dudes who think they know what cars are because we actually know what cars are and we made one and it's just like (laughs) yeah that's cool man like like uh i don't know but uh yeah, I liked uh I liked all the racing and I liked uh I liked uh, our main characters here from James Taylor band and the Beach Boys. I was like, hey, that's cool. I was like, that's interesting, that's cool. That's cool. Um yeah, I don't know. This was a this was a pleasant surprise to me because whenever you say what we're watching the next week, I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. And then I always forget. And then uh I threw this on, I was like, hey, seventies movie. Something that I uh I actually don't mind watching. Mm-hmm. I was like, what a treat. So American yeah, this was good. 70s? American 70s film filmmaking? That's good stuff, man. 
it was good stuff. So yeah, it was a it was a nice treat for me. I I went, hey, fun show, fun fun show. But yeah, I wasn't expecting it, and uh, I don't did know. it did it want you like to go out and pick yourself up a a nice new frame of a car and get to work, you know, get some engine parts to lay around. You'll never get around to. Well, as you know, I've been watching Home Improvement, uh, or as Andy calls it, Tool Time. Just uh, let's let's watch some Tool Time, and I go, yeah, <laughs> throw some Tool Time on. And uh, you know, a big part of that show is him uh, rebuilding hot rods from the ground up. So mm-hmm. I've been getting my fill of uh, manly car stuff. Well, I I, uh, oh, oh. I know you're a big uh, American Graffiti fan too. American Graffiti, I love American Graffiti. Yeah. I think that movie's better than this one, but uh, this is a good show. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I like dudes just driving around in cars. Yeah, and they're not ma- they're not macho about it or anything, you know. They're they're just two dudes that really like driving around in their car. Right. And uh, oh, hey, we didn't talk about that boiled egg. Remember when Warren Oates is all worked up and he's just like, "Hey, uh, fuck you guys for doing this," and they're like, and "They're like, hey man, relax. Do you want this boiled egg?" And they just hand him an an already unpeeled boiled egg, and he goes, okay. (laughs) And he just starts eating it. And then you go, wait a minute. He has some blood blood sugar issues. I know, but where'd that boiled egg come from? It was was right there. Why was it already peeled? They made them them in the hotel room before they left. They boiled some eggs, and those were like, they have them all ready to go. This is like the 70s, man. People used to know how to, like, fend for themselves. No, I mean, I get that. It's just... It was the already peeled thing that uh, yeah, kind of threw me off, you know? Yeah, they peeled them. They put it in some sort of container. There was no container. That was in that chick's pocket, for sure. Uh, there was know. absolutely no container to that boiled egg. That was just hanging out loose in somebody's pocket. <laughs> Bouncing about. The, the, the speed that they delivered that boiled egg was uh, um, quick. But yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, this was a pleasant surprise for me. I was like, hey, a movie that's in fun to watch. I was like, what a what a wild idea. It was good stuff. I liked it. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I had a yeah. feeling you would uh, be on board. Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, I'm a big American graffiti guy. I do just like dudes driving around in muscle cars. There's something mm-hmm. about it. That's just something about it. Hey. This is a male bonding movie. Kind In a sense. In, in a sense. There's some Maybe. light male bonding going on in yeah. this. Uh, who would you like to hear from? Uh, you you do whatever. I mean, I think you and I are both pretty po- or like somewhat positive on this, so I'm quite I'm quite positive. Yep. I, mean, I don't know if it's for everybody, but if you have an no. affinity for, for the new Hollywood cinema, a good yeah. piece. Good piece to that. Mm-hmm. Uh well, Tulane so Blacktop. Hate? Who hates who hates it? Well, we got a half star review from Clark using a Brad Pitt picture. Uh from Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. So Tulane Blacktop review. One. I initially gave this film a one star rating while walking out of the theater. Then I thought about it and I realized I have no idea why I wouldn't be a one-star movie instead of a half-star. Man, you shouldn't be thinking about this stuff. Mm -mm. This film was so, so boring. I kept waiting for something interesting to happen. The characters drive around, stopping occasionally to fix the car or get gas. 
There are so few scenes of dialogue between the characters that we feel no connection to them uh, or their goals, which we don't know about. The whole film is just the character driving. I can't even tell you one specific event that happens that was interesting or different. Literally nothing happens. See, all, fa- all false. All false statements. There's a story there. It, do people think that life has to be like all these elaborate things that happen to them that it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, no, sometimes life just... They just challenge this older guy to a race. It's actually the other way around. Yes. But then don't even race. They just meet up with him. They never, well, they never like, do over and over again. The girl jumps between the two cars, and it's just, it is just there. I really have no idea how people get a sense of finding purpose from this film. The characters don't even have names, much less dialogue that explains this. Jesus. Oh my mm. goodness gracious. There are no moments of depth, even subtlety. Uh, uh, I disagree with that completely. There's also a lot of dis- subtlety in this. Yeah, no, no, it's all subtlety. It's all subtlety. Yeah, this this is a very uh, this is a very poetic film. I have no idea how anyone pulls anything interesting or life changing from this film. I really don't. The only thing that was kind of cool was seeing some of the scenic shots. The world was so different back then. Unless you live in southern Alberta. Yeah, pretty much the same. Tell me about Clark. Clark has some five-star films like World War Z. <laughs> you remember World no. War Z, Jared? What's what's Brad Pitt's character's name in World War Z, I wonder? Uh, I think it's Dr. Pitt. Uh, five stars to all of the um, Star Wars, and then just lots of five stars for Tom or Brad Pitt movies like okay. Benjamin Button and Moneyball. Oh damn! So just a real big fan of Brad Pitt stuff. Whoa! How thematic is this? Yeah. That first stun. Oh, the, oh, and they're but they're using Greedo. Greedo. Yeah. He never. There's no stun setting in Star Wars. No. Just blasting. Wow. My teacher told us that Monty Hellman wrecked his own career with this movie. He couldn't really make another movie after Tulane Blacktop, and it makes sense why. This really is atrocious. He made movies, though. Yeah, he did. What? He made a movie with Big Big Ed in peace. Um, Sheffer's done only two favorite films. He made Cockfighter, like, right after this. He Back made Silent the... Night, Deadly Night 3. Oh, that's a pretty good film. That's a feather in the cap right there. Here, here's something about Set to Sun, Stunger. Another half-star film is Failsafe. You know about Failsafe? I do. You think it's a half-star film? He made movies. Nobody thinks it's a half-star film. This really is atrocious. When I first heard about this film, it sounded really cool. A road movie yeah, starring cool. singer James Taylor, Sergeant Hulka from Stripes, and the drummer from the Beach Boys? Sounds like fun. How could it not be? This film takes its sweet-ass time to painfully answer that question. There is no story. It's slow as hell, and above all, it's just so boring. It just felt like watching endless nothingness unfold, and it was confusing, too. I didn't necessarily hate it or hate watching it, the the film is just a whole lot of nothing. There's nothing to like or dislike, love or hate. It's not one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but it's got to be one of the most, if not the most, aimless films I've ever seen. No. Once 
one scene with a random couple fighting at a bar is more interesting and compelling than any conversation shared between the leads. And that's for a simple reason. Unlike the rest of the movie, there was conflict (laughs) set up and payoff stakes and consequences. Just like Robert McKee's story. I added that after a while, I really had to use the bathroom. I really couldn't take it. I was dying for it to end. Hit pause. I mean, I don't know. Are you people watching these things listening in the theater? Hit pause. Go go pee. Long story short, taking a crap after the credits rolled was more interesting than anything in the movie itself. Wow. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I they said they have start fail safe. I can see people not liking this movie, to be fair, but I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but it's like, why are you watching it? Like, we watch it cause, just because, but, like, if I if I saw something that said 70s dad core car movie, I'd go, oh, <laughs> interesting. But, like, if that's not your thing, then don't watch something like this. Holy crap. LeBron James only gave it half a star. The? LeBron? I mean, LeBron James, half star. I love cars, but this trash. Holy shit. The LeBron James. And his profile picture is of uh, the the Soprano family. Uh, Season one Sopranos. We have uh, uh, Farm and Meadow and AJ, Anthony Jr. They're all looking season one-y. This person just half a started The Killer. And Mm -hmm. a five-starred No Hard Feelings, which was a movie I watched like a week or two ago. I don't know if that's five stars. Um, What's their bio? I just want a rolly, rolly, rolly with a dab of ranch. I already got some designer to hold up my pants. I just want some ice on my wrist so I look better when I dance. Uh, There's more of this, but I'm not going to entertain that. They have starred Oppenheimer, which I haven't seen. Me neither. But I doubt it's a half a star film. That's right. Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it. LeBron. Silly guy. Silly, silly guy. Yeah, well, they're all wrong. Wow. Okay. I, I just took a look at five star reviews, and uh, there's one here from Drumass. Five stars. Two lane blacktop says absolutely nothing. It means even less. I want to have sex with this movie. That's not a good thing to do, want, man. Or what about from Charlie D, five stars? Parallel and interpretive and cool as fuck. Hey, Drumass, the five star, their bio is an entire monologue between the Joker and Harley Quinn. It's like a back and forth. Is it from something? Maybe, but I don't know, man. This looks like something they wrote. So they're writing Joker <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and so giving five, you. and while not giving, while, while in between giving five star reviews, that tells you something, though, doesn't it? Do you want me to read this Joker thing? I'll read it with you. Who's Monster T? I don't know who Monster T is. Okay, <clears throat> you you're the Joker. I love this guy. He's so intense. Monster T, looking at Harley dancing. You're a lucky man. You got a bad bitch. Oh, that she is. The fire in my loins, the itch in my crotch, and the one and only, the infamous Harley Quinn. 
whistles for Harley. Oh, come to daddy. <laughs> Listen, you are my gift to this handsome hunga hunga. You belong to him now. Well, Buck. barks at you're monster. cute. You want me? I'm all yours. I don't want no beef. You don't want no beef? You don't want no beef. You don't want no beef. Why? What's wrong? You don't like me? Fine. Don't waste my time then. This is your lady. Look, are you enjoying yourself? No, that's your lady, Joker. And that's right. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Is this fan fiction? I don't know. Okay, I gotta go to incognito mode here. Joker mm. Monster T. Oh, this might be from Suicide Squad. <laughs> I, I mean, you're the only person who's seen Suicide Squad 1. Well, Monster T is common in uh, Suicide Squad, so... Oh, dear. Oh, dear. oh, wow. Wow. But still, what what uh, what are you doing there, man? <laughs> and starring Barbie. And starring Barbie. Absolutely. No. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, well. Any final thoughts on Tulane Blacktop? Pleasant surprise. Pleasant Good time surprise. Had That's right. Mm-hmm. After the break, we're gonna hop in the was it the the the, the, Sig, the Siggy Palace? Oh, the Sig Palace. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna head on over to Roy's place, just down the road. We'll have ourselves oh, okay. some hard-boiled eggs. Oh, don't worry, I already uh, pre-cracked the shell. If every word I said could make you laugh, I'd talk forever. podcast about cars since we're now officially gearheads after watching a movie gary uh what, what kind of car are you looking for which which in the market for there bud? hey gary guys i kind of want that flintstones car that Ooh. you uh, propel with your own feet <laughs> i feel like that'd be cool that or an el camino i think el caminos are really cool okay. right. I, uh, they're like the mullet of cars you know what i mean mm -hmm. business in the front party in the back el camino there's what a car that, uh, um, there's a, what is it, the one, I took a, a screenshot of it, I sent it to the car guy that I do know, I was curious. You sent it to me? Oh, shit. Now? No, I sent this, to, you're not the car guy anymore. Oh. It, it wasn't El Camino in this. It was like an oh, El Camino SS 434 or 454. It looked pretty slick. 
Look it up. El Camino, El Camino SS 454. Well, there's that... an El Camino SS in uh, in this movie. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a super. That's a super cool El Camino. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I like that. Well, I mean, you know, at a, a local hobby shop, I know they do sell uh, model cars. No, might be a good place to start. I mean, not a model car. I'd probably want like an Enterprise Model E, is where I would start. Mm. Or uh, not, maybe a, maybe a a, the the Defiant, <laughs> or a Bird of Prey of some kind. Oh yeah, something like that. I think would be a little. That's a better start, in my opinion. Yeah. But El Caminos are cool. I I would like to just own an El Camino. And then what happens? Uh, profit. You can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail dot com. Tell us about your El Camino dreams. We got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterbox. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, mm-hmm. Google Play. I guess. Well, sure. Uh, we're on Tumblr. I guess. Yep. Uh, yeah. Look forward to our Patreon exclusive, uh, I don't know, vehicular varmints podcast. Varmints. Next week, mm-hmm. Cornell Wilds the Naked Prey from 1965. Sounds awesome. I mean, I don't know. It could be cool. Uh, yeah, it could be. It says naked in the title. <laughs> Munchy mochi. There's like those episodes of Star Trek that have naked in the title, like uh, Naked Lunch, Naked Time. Where, uh, Tom Paris turns into uh, the the gecko. Naked, naked now. Naked now. Yep. Naked fellas. That's a great one. That's a good episode. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. that was a long time recording, and people won't even realize it. They won't know, but we do. But we do. We can feel it. In our butts. Yeah, what? Good night. Yeah, there's some of that.